Pirates. Definitely pirates. Oh, man, I was going to say pirates. Well, now you have to come up with something else, bitch. Ash and Zach are super smart. They went to college and learned a bunch of stuff. And Bo and Andrew didn't go to college and were able to sidestep mountains of unnecessary debt. Ooh. What happens when you put them together and you try to make them learn? Well, grab your friends. Let's listen together on Get Dumped On and Info Dump Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Get Dumped On, the InfoDump podcast. Podcast for moms. Moms love us. Moms can't get enough of us. We're ready to go. Uh, this week, uh, I'll be uh, also... Uh, oh, I lost it. I started with a bit and then I lost it. All right. Yeah, uh, no, I'm Zach. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, hello. My name is Zachary, and I'm joined by three of my good friends. First, there's Andrew. Hello. I'm a good friend. Then there's Ash. I am also a good friend and nothing more. And finally, we have every mom's favorite, Bo. Hey, it's me, your favorite. Bo, I believe, will be hosting this week's episode, if I do rem- recall correctly. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll be a good one. So, hey, buddy. Hey. Why don't you take it away? Yeah. So here we are. It's me today, guys. So strap in, buckle up. Get ready for a nice, smooth ride from your best friend, Bo. You do know. we have to leave our seatbelts fastened even when we're seated? No. No turbulence. You're no a, turbulence. You're it's a smooth sailing. You're an adult. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. All right. <laughs> <laughs> real, real question. When you're on a plane and they're like, oh, keep your seatbelts fastened, do you do it? Yeah. Because I, do. I, 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 I do. I always do. I feel like there have been a couple of times where the flight attendant has been walking past my seat and noticed that I don't have it on and they give me like a stern look and I don't want that to happen again. I feel like they have sensors, so like they know, but they're just trying to play they coy absolutely about do it. Not planes are not that sophisticated, man. <laughs> I don't know if my car can yell at me, which I hate wearing a seatbelt. Then I think a plane should know too. Dude, Ash's <laughs> car had the weirdest thing going on. Where planes are made I, of duct tape, bro. <laughs> if I put my phone, if I was driving Ash's car and I put my phone on the passenger seat, it would be fine. But if I put my phone plugged in to the like the power like plugged into the car power then it would start setting off the seatbelt alarm that was weird it was so well, weird so if you plug your phone into a seat on a plane does it do the same thing yes the seatbelt sign goes off the thing that i do on planes <laughs> i'll leave my 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 seatbelt on like during the flight but like the second that we touch down and we land i'm taking that thing off oh yeah 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 i'm yeah, a, absolutely I hate 100 percent because they say to not undo the seatbelt until the plane stops moving, but I never do. I never do. Yeah. Dude, no, that there's no reason to wear a seatbelt in the plane. Care. If the plane's going down, you're dead. Seatbelt ain't going to save you. If anything, <laughs> it's going to cut you in half and make it worse. I would say that's that is noticeably untrue. There have been plenty of plane crashes where people survive them because they're wearing their plane, their seatbelt. Name one. It's wild that planes have seatbelts, but buses don't. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> because who cares for the children? Anyway, uh, Bo, what are we doing today? Yeah, Perfect. speaking of children, Bo, what do you got? So I got inspired the other day. I was at a um, a comedy show, and he made a joke. Really? I didn't. I didn't find either three comedians funny. Funny, but it was nice to hang out with the misses and their and her parents. So I had a lovely time with that. The show was just those three were not funny <laughs> at Roast all. Them. So who who are they? It was yeah, yeah. Blast. Put them on blast. It was uh, opening act one, opening act two, and Nikki Glazier. <laughs> oh, that was you asked at the end of the last podcast if you got free tickets to go 
see Nikki Glaser, would you do it? And I said, yes. So I apologize for that. It's all good. I had a great night. They actually made an amazing uh, Nashville hot chicken sandwich, which I devoured while she was performing. Oh, nice. Where was it? It was at the improv, the Brea improv. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Good time. Good time show. First, I would actually would say like first technically comedy show I've ever been to. Really? What? Yeah. um, That's surprising to me. Yeah. I feel like you would go to more of those. I would think so, too. But, you know. I, I kind of, I mean, it's half and half. So do you ever, you remember um, Ace's Comedy Club at all? Were you gone by then? Or- oh, yeah. I worked there, but I didn't count that as a comedy club. You worked there? Oh, yeah. What the hell? I was a chef. You were a I, chef? You, I, so uh, you, a comedy how heavy club. are the quotations around yeah. chef? A lot of deep frying. <laughs> I, was, I was there then when you were there, and we didn't even know that because I didn't even know you worked there. Me and Jorge uh, worked there together. What the hell? Yeah, I was totally there like a bunch of times. Oh, why is there always one of these mozzarella sticks missing from my order and Bo's back there? Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, no, I always made one extra for myself. Five for them, <laughs> one for me. So this episode is just about places that you used to work? We could do that one day. I have a list. Bo has a list. He's worked so many places. Yeah. He's a very, very short-lived employee. So what is places. this episode about? So this episode, yeah, so but he made what a joke. were you inspired? Uh, I was inspired by a joke he made, and really it was more of a statement than a joke. It was about phrases and their actual meaning to it, right? It's like the origin of a certain phrase that we use daily or have used before. I'm into it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So okay, okay. I, have a, I have a couple of lists. I picked up, as I was doing more research about this, um, some websites say different things, so I'm picking the website that I liked more. Their their origin story, oh, origin meaning was better than the other one. Oh, don't don't pick between websites. Ash is going to fact check you and somehow find the other one immediately. <laughs> Call well, back previous I'll, episode. I'm also glad like one source I trust was History Channel. So I hope, if, as long as I'm about aliens, I hope it's well. So. I was going to say, Ancient Aliens is on the History Channel. I don't know how, how yeah, valuable it's Sometimes the History Channel. Coming out in Congress, dude, they might be right. No. No. <laughs> I mean, no. Perfect. Especially right. because in Congress, they kept talking about non-human material. And it's like, okay. That's just a yeah. dead deer. Aliens. Could, that could be a dog. Did you guys see that one guy who brought the, the alien corpse to, like, the Mexican government? But it was just like a weird little beef jerky man, and the skull was like half a llama skull put on backwards, and like nice, it, none of the bones connected together, and the whole thing was just a big pile of nonsense. <laughs> they give it, he hands it to him, he's like, "Here you go." They're like, "Is that teriyaki?" <laughs> it smells peppery. So what you're saying, Bo, is that we should take everything with a grain of salt. A no. colloquialism. Hey. Segway. Segway. Thank you for the great segway. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Um... I'm just going to go down a list. I'm just going to say the phrase. Then I want you guys to take a guess as where you think it came from. I want all wild answers. Go ahead and free form. Where it came from. Where, okay. Yeah. Oh, where they say Got its it. origin from. This certain source says its origin from. So we'll start with number Got one. It. We're going to start with uh, to turn a blind eye. Uh, it's about blind people because okay. a blind person can't see. So when somebody turns a blind eye, it means that you turn their eyes blind and then they don't see what you're doing. I think it came from pirate times. Where pirates wearing eye patches, and they were like, oh, I didn't see it. I just turned away, but I was wearing my eye patch, so I'm turning my blind eye towards it. And I didn't see it. Okay, I'm going to go with, like, medieval times, where if somebody committed a crime, then it was an eye crime. Like, they saw someone (laughs) commit a crime, 
that, that they would uh, cut out that eye and be like, oh, well, like that eye clearly is the, the fault for that. Mm-hmm. So we're going to turn that blind eye into a blind or eye into a blind eye. You know what I'm saying? You got it. Yeah, I got or it. Turn got it into a blind Since eye. I, I see, think I that everybody had more interesting answers than mine. I think that it originated during the <laughs> uh, during the Prohibition era uh, when there was a particular uh, there's a particular Baltimore cop who was uh, very uh, a Baltimore cop who was who was very corrupt, and his name was uh, Jonathan 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 Jonathan, the, Jonathan Blind Eye. Jonathan Blondathan, and they called him Old Johnny Blind Eyes, and oh. he was particularly uh, good at not noticing when people were doing bootlegging. I like that. I okay, I, real quick, Bob. I yep. legitimately thought you were about to start describing RoboCop again, and I was going to get so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking buffoon! Don't you know that RoboCop takes place in Detroit? Yeah, I've never. Does that make, does I, that I don't make watch sense? That. Heavy crime. I mean, thing. It, think it. Think this about city it for has seconds. a cancer. It's when RoboCop turns off his sensors. <laughs> okay, but what do you got? So, uh, closest would be Ash to an extent, right? So, I'll read you the origin of it. Oh. The origin was Horatio Nelson was a skilled British maritime officer who was also blind in one eye. In 1801, he led a naval attack in the Battle of Copenhagen. When his partner in the battle, Admiral Sir Hyde Parker, communicated via flags that he needed to retreat, Nelson didn't want to acknowledge it. So, he turned to a fellow officer, lifted a telescope to his blind eye, and said he didn't see a signal. By the way, Horatio won that battle. Just goes to show you don't need depth perception to shoot someone with cannons. Nah, do it yourself. Well, wasn't he? Wasn't he being cheeky? He was being very cheeky. He was a cheeky boy. Yeah, with his blind eye. So he uses blind eye to. So turning a blind eye means to just ignore the fuck out of somebody's yeah. thing. Got yeah. it. But it started from a guy who had one eye. Who you? Yeah. Good old That's Horatio. Right. I'd still say it still has its meaning. Perfect. Alrighty. Yeah. On for number two. Uh, to spill the beans. Horatio is a really great name. It is a great name too. Name. Spill the beans. Spill the beans. Why'd you spill your beans? Oh my god, I saw The Lighthouse a couple of weeks ago. What a great movie that is. We're not talking about movies, though. I know. Um, I'm sorry. Spill the beans. So spill the beans has to do with, like, like, like if you're holding a secret for someone and then you spill yeah, the beans. So, the reveal secret is spill the beans, yeah. Um, so uh, uh, Bush's Baked Beans, the, the dog that is in all his commercials, uh, there was actually a different dog that was the original one. But it accidentally told the secret of the beans recipe to um, <laughs> to to the other company. Uh, it was Big Bean, and now it's out. So they spilled the beans. The dog. I'm gonna continue with my mercantile ship. So it's like the the, the East India Trading Company, and um, they were transporting beans, you know, all across the world as part of their stock. And uh, so, and um, it came time to like talk about you know what happened they're like hey what what you got here spill the beans but they're like you know give me the beans so that we can trade them mm. hmm. yeah. that's actually I, I that's really fun actually uh, so i'm thinking if they're on they're on a ship but they're illegally carrying beans like <laughs> illegal and, beans. And, and yeah yeah and then like they pull to a port and then like the, the port guy with like the big you know book with the paper and stuff he's like what do you got in there Not and beans. they're like nothing oh. like nothing and then, and then all of a sudden, like comically, like the side of the ship breaks open, a bunch of beans spill out. <laughs> and they spilled and like, the beans. Mm, nothing, huh? You spilled the beans there, Todd. And he goes, <laughs> All righty. So the origin goes back to ancient well, Zach Greece. Didn't guess. Zach, 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 Zach. Oh, Zach. Did, oh, sorry. I thought Zach. I thought Zach guessed. I'm so, so sorry. Zach, 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 we know it's in Greece. Go for it. Go. <laughs> yeah. So there was a. It's all about that classic Grecian bean wine. 
uh, <laughs> that they were making with uh, Jimmy the Greek, who was a, 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 a well-renowned. That is very much a Guy Ritchie character. <laughs> it was very much. That's true. It was a bootlegger in West Virginia of Greek heritage who perfected Grecian bean wine um, and used shipments of beans uh, that were intended as animal feed and instead was the master of turning them into uh, bootleg hooch. But the Ooh. problem is that one of his one of his underlings, the guy who got the beans for him, was uh, was was carrying a bunch of beans in the back of a car. But he got into an accident. He t-boned a bus uh, at <laughs> a, at an intersection, and More all like of these bean beans, boned. all of these beans came spilling out of his car. Uh, and the cops sussed out what was going on and ended up busting Jimmy the Greek. Well, Zach's completely right. <laughs> you know what? If he was like awesome so it comes from ancient greece as a process of voting where the voters would place beans in a vase two different colored beans no. usually white mints yes black or brown mint no so would reveal the results of the votes it spill you those spilled, beans you spilled you <laughs> you spilled the beans <laughs> they're like one two three spill, spill those, those beans, beans. <laughs> I love it. Uh, what, what, how do you say one, two, three in Greek? Uh, un, two, three. Uno, due, trece. Beans. <laughs> beans. Greens, beans. It's a beans. Whatever. What kind of beans are uh, we talking? Uh, Garbanzo, we're, we're pinto, any type of Italian. Bean? Pinto. Yeah. Uh, whatever famous Italian beans. They would import the beans from Italy into Greece. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the only ones you could vote with it's, legally. It's, yeah. it's very close. Like, and they, they have to be true Italian everyone beans. Everyone knows this. And Them's voting beans. They, they have different colors. So that's the same bean, too. You don't want to buy two different beans. It's ridiculous. Gonna save money back mm. in ancient Greece time. Anyway. What are you, crazy? <laughs> <laughs> Where are beans from? Like, what kind Where of beans are Where are beans they? from? Aren't beans from lots of different places? Maybe. I can't sneakily Google things during the podcast without it being super duper loud. That keyboard's very loud. Clickety clackety. <laughs> Got those mechanical keyboards, huh? It's, it's, a, old, it's a it's a old um It's a super classic IBM Model M that I found in an attic at one of my old jobs. Oh. I love it. And right. I, I clean I cleaned it up and, and now I use it for my upstairs computer. Perfect. Right, but right. what we got next? Number three, straight from the horse's mouth. Oh, I bet this is a Trojan War thing. Okay. Elaborate. Go. Go on. Well, because, you know, they did the, the, the horse. Anytime somebody says anything about a horse, because they say, look at look a gift horse in the mouth, right? Don't, and is that because the Trojans made that, or was it the Greeks made the big horse? And they were, it was like, here's a gift. It's a big horse. It's not suspicious. And they brought the horse in. But it turns out that it was full of soldiers, and then they took over the city. It's something to do with that. If you look well, it in the mouth, you could see that there's a bunch of dudes in there. Or, or, or. Well, then wouldn't the phrase be, the, do look a gift horse in the mouth to make sure that it's not secretly full of soldiers? No, because then you're taking advantage of somebody else's friendship. Oh. <laughs> and just assuming Ooh. that they're going to be, that they're going to be, you know, stuffing all of their gifts full of hostility. Then if you, wait, so straight from the horse's mouth though not, li- not you're not it's not the gift horse mouth one it's it's just it's straight from the, from horse's, the horse's mouth, mouth yes yeah but he did yeah, so the they're greeks related. came the greeks came straight from the horse's mouth you know yeah, they well, just like so came out of that mouth <laughs> do we know where they came out of that's what i was thinking like do we know where they came out of that or like maybe the first one came out of the mouth like surprise and then well, they no, all no, like see, flew out of the butt it was straight from the i don't think there's i don't think there's any actual like real 
basis for like i don't think that there's actually any truth to the trojan horse story so it can come they can come out of wherever you want them to they can come out of the ass if you want them to in this story they came out of the mouth i think that this comes from like a paul revere situation like somebody riding a horse and it's like mm-hmm, hey mm-hmm. i have news and you're like i heard it straight from the horse's mouth that makes sense that makes more sense than mine yeah i'm thinking a, a horse was a narc and they were just telling <laughs> they were fucking like people were doing crimes and stuff and they had the gate the getaway horse and they're like be quiet and he was like Mah! or whatever horse noise nay that was a goat i made a goat noise i'm on percocet guys i'm <laughs> what did the yard last week it's a whole thing so uh yeah yeah then the horse narked on the guy and then the police ran around the corner and they're like you heard it straight from the horse's mouth the end all right um is it, mis- is it a mr ed situation no it's not. It's no. not. It's neither. It's neither. No one's, no one's close. No one's close. No one's close. <laughs> it's a 1900 saying from uh, savvy horse buyers could determine a horse's age by looking at its teeth. It was the most reliable way to know whether you were getting a good deal or not, mm. as opposed to speaking to the seller. You're getting mm. it straight. Count the, you, count, you count the rings on the teeth. Get that exactly. info straight from the horse's mouth. Straight I believe what this horse's? guy's going to tell you. No. He's ah, going to be like, this like horse is four tree. years old. Never been ridden. It's super great. And you look at its mouth and you're like, Wrong. This horse is 400 years old. It's immortal. <laughs> it must be it's the, the horse. oldest horse I've ever seen. <laughs> Shadowfax. <laughs> <laughs> All right. To pull someone's leg. Pirates. Definitely pirates. Oh, man, I was going to say pirates. Well, now you have to come up with something else, bitch. Pirates. Well, so, okay. do leg. so do you. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell you what. Tell you what. There's a, there was a pirate. He fell out of the boat. And he was like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. I'm in the water right now. I, and then someone started pulling his leg from the bottom like below him. And he got real spooky scared. And it's a, it's about, it's a scary thing. That's it. Zach, do you want to elaborate and not steal Ash's answer? Or you made him do his own? I think that to pull someone, so pulling someone's leg is when you're, is when you're tr- pulling a joke you're on him, right? Yeah, you're doing a fib. Yeah, to tease someone. You're doing a little laugh, you know, yeah. Yeah, you're doing a joke. So I think that it dates back to the time of um, the Napoleonic Wars Ooh. when the a really funny joke was to shoot a cannon at someone's legs and you pull it right off. <laughs> I think yeah, I think, that it, I think that it was pirates and it was when you're at sea and the sea's wobbly, you just kind of grab someone by their peg leg and they fall down and you're like, ah, you idiot. And then everybody like, laughs. Yar, 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 yar. Don't be pulling me leg. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> no. No pirates. No cannons. No, no pirate sca- no pirate scary story. It is when thieves used to pull the legs of their victims to trip them before robbing them. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. To pull their leg. That's interesting. That's, this is like this is like the first one that like it? the the uh this I would say this is the first one that doesn't track with what it is about now. All right. Well how about this one? Feeling under the weather. Yeah, you're done. I'm, I'm cutting you off. We're just oh, continue. sorry. Okay, continue. Okay. <laughs> it's my my it's my it's yes. my show. My show today. Yes, Daddy. You're welcome. Perfect. Do you want me to repeat so myself? Feeling under the weather. Feeling under the weather. Yes. Hmm. I'm really gonna try and think of the real one on this, but I, for the life of me, cannot. I mean, I don't think this is one that can be traced back to any sort of like particular historical era, right? You just say you're under I the weather because the weather is over you, and that's why you're feeling bad is because the weather made you feel bad. I'm going. I'm going back to pirates. Ash is literally Justin today. <laughs> I think it makes sense for it to be if you're feeling under the weather, 
Like if you're so like if you're you're outside and it's raining on you and you get sick, then you have to go below deck so that you're not wet anymore and you get better. And so they're like, oh, you're you're under the weather. You're not feeling good. You're below deck because you feel bad. You know what? I that's my answer. Hey, too. This is my answer too. I'm some copying Ash's homework right now. That's that's yeah. <laughs> uh, Ash is right. What? No, no. shit. <laughs> Are I'm you not, fucking kidding? I'm me? not kidding you. Um, would often feel uh, when they fell ill, they would go below decks, specifically under the bow. <laughs> the idea oh was what? to gain protection from bad weather above <laughs> rain, rain, lightning, swells, etc. Thus, a six-wheeler is described as being under the weather. Hold the fuck up. Ash has been guessing pirates this entire fucking time and just it happens to nail it. I was really pirates, you're gonna be right one of these times. I was so happy she didn't divert from pirates. I was like, it's coming up. She kept saying pirates with the beginning. You can no longer use pirates now though, because I'm still using pirates. It's all gonna be pirates. Holy shit. I can't believe that I was right. That was like dead on too. All right. You know, Justin is so proud. Right? Oh, he's yeah, listening he's, right now, and he he's, oh, yeah. he is standing mm-hmm. and applauding. Yeah. In in it. And it's oh, pain. real quick, hey, shout, shout out to uh, our boy Justin. Uh, we didn't we didn't even mention it last week. Justin had a baby. So did have a baby. Justin Good had job. a baby. Way to go, Justin. Welcome to the da- welcome to the daddy club, Little baby Justin. pirate. It's a bunch, a bunch of couple. shout out to our boy. We're very proud of you. Maybe both might not be proud of you, but I'd be proud. Okay, because daddy's got to stick together. Oh, yeah, we're daddies now. Everyone refer to I have, I have dogs. No, it doesn't count. Does no, count. No, shut the fuck oh, up. God no, damn it. no, no, no. <laughs> everyone refer me and Justin as daddy from now on. I'll be daddy Bo. He'll be daddy Justin. Thank you. Okay, daddy. It's, only when we're on the episode together. So next time he hosts, you can only refer us as daddy Bo and daddy Justin. D- daddy and Zaddy. Yeah, I like that too. All right. Um, speaking of that, to fly off the handle. Okay, this is interesting. All right, I'm diverting from pirates. What? And I'm flying straight into Witch Town. <laughs> oh. This has to do with witches flying on like brooms, that. getting angry. They fly off the handle and come down and kill you. It's about witches from from Salem. Um, I'm gonna go with like a fable thing where like somehow somebody got shrunk down to the size of a tiny person and like teeny tiny, like you know, like an inch tall. Like Rumpelstiltskin. And they were, yeah, and they were they they somehow were trying to open a door to get out of the room they were in because they're being held hostage by a giant who did it. But the giant was just normal person size, you know, because they're they're tiny now. So when you're tiny, everything's a giant. And they were trying to get out of the door, and they finally got up to the handle. But the giant like grabbed the other side of the handle to get into the room. But like obviously you can't see the little guy, so he flung him off the handle, and then he died. Whoa! Whoa! Wow! Whoa! Ow. There. Hollywood, give me a call sometime. I got so many stories. In my head. <laughs> Did Zach guess? No. Okay. No. Uh, I think that it's uh, from medieval times. Uh, when you're using a catapult, it, you got to make sure that you very that you have a very uh, level-headed approach to how you use the handle. But if it's a you know if you're if you're you got to be careful around a catapult. But if you start getting heated and stop being so careful and you don't pay attention. The handle will grab you and whip you forward, and then you fly off the handle. I love it. Yeah. I wish, wish that was it, but it's not. It's an 1800 <laughs> saying from some poorly Tell made. Tell me, Daddy. I am. I am. I was literally Keep te- telling me. I, I am. Okay. Some Tell po- me. Some poorly made axes. I'm, wait, I'm, waiting to, I'm waiting. Tell me. <laughs> he's going to kill you. <laughs> oh, God. He's, he's quitting the podcast again. <laughs>
Oh no, he's been the, you can't do a podcast protest when you're the. I just imagine him walking outside, <laughs> just like smoking a cigarette right now, and being like, "Oh, fucking tech. I swear to God. We done? We done? <laughs> yeah, I'm done. Okay, okay, we're done. Okay. Um, it was from a, it's an 1800 saying from some poorly made axes would literally themselves detach from the handles. Oh my god! Sending them. Oh, flying. oh my god! That makes so much fucking sense. That makes so much sense. So the head just goes flying off the handle. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Yeah. That's wow. That. Very I feel literal. dumber. Yeah, it makes way. It makes it wait. It makes maybe way more makes sense. too much sense. A little too, yeah. little too on the oh, nose. Yeah, I think it was pirates. No, it's witches. <laughs> witches, 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 pirate, pirate witches. What, pirate it witches. Was, it was it was witches with axes. Oh god! <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, how about this one? Armed to the teeth. That is definitely about somebody who has so many we- weapons that they've got a knife in their mouth. That's what I was going to say. Holding a, holding a knife in your teeth. Oh, same brain. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Add a little, Ash, add a little something to, something to that. Uh, pirates. That's Ash got, Ash got 100%. Ash got 100% right. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? I've got weapons everywhere. You can fit them on the person. The only place to put them is between your teeth. Hey. Is that really a pirate thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus Christ. Those pirates, they came up with a lot of cool shit. Perfect. All right. One of my favorite ones that I actually looked up separately. This is Othilus. So we're going to go Othilus for a second because I love Whoa. this one. Whoa. Whoa. Um, we're going off loose. Going off the list. All right. The phrase blow smoke up your ass. <laughs> I'm thinking this has to do with like some sort of like medicine, like like some snake oil shit. Mm. Oh, where, yeah. Like, it's definitely like like somebody tried to convince somebody that instead of like, what are those called? Where they put water up your butt? Enema. An enema, dude. Enema. Yeah, so I like bet a, smoke a cigarette enema. enema was was definitely a thing in like a the Victorian era, right? Something like that. A that cigarette enema. Enema. Whoa. You know, somebody was like, "Oh yeah, you will." You know, uh, the smoke helps cleanse your system or some shit. In reality, it was probably horrible for you, and you just gave you the smoky farts. You know what the story is missing? It happening on a pirate ship. Just lighting a fire Wait, on the deck. Are you all in agreement with that one? <laughs> yeah, I like uh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yes. The literal term is blowing smoke up your ass as a tobacco smoke enema. Oh, shit. That's real. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. There's tools. Bo posted a picture of tools. And it, yep, that's like just a, the, you know, those things. Like a little it's like an old school like, bellows. <laughs> like yeah, old yeah. Bellows. The bellows. <laughs> Except the tiny one for it. your butt. For your beehole. <laughs> oh, man. That's a good way to get ass cancer. Okay, who the fuck? <laughs> who the fuck was like, "Hey, man, let's take these cigarettes and smoke them." And one guy was like, "I got a fucking idea." <laughs> oh my god, you million dollar idea well, right here. Blow it up your it's ass. It's like, it's like butt chugging booze, right? It's probably like you probably get the rush of the nicotine way faster than through your lungs. And people back then were all about like the bodily humors or whatever, right? And so this is pretty humorous. They thought that. Um, they thought that cigarette smoke was good for you back then. So like I can see I can see the logic. I can see how 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 they got from point A to point B. This little blurb I that you sent Bo cannot. says that they thought that it was good for respiration. Yeah. That that smoke <laughs> real good for respiration. Let's put it in your butt and that's gonna that's gonna do a lot for you. Yeah, you know, because you breathe from there. I, I like how it's for the resuscitation of drowning victims. <laughs> Could you imagine? Like, this guy's drowning. Grab the cigarettes. Where's my bellows? Spread It's not working. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Ready for the next one? You guys want to take a break? You guys want to take a break? Are we oh keeping going? Are we keep going? Take a no, break? keep going. Let's keep, right. keep this good time rolling. The phrase to kick the bucket. This is a pirate thing for sure. 
I'm trying not to go to pirates, pirates. every time, but oh, I've been somebody fooled slipped, twice now. Somebody slipped on the uh, slipped on the deck of the ship. In the process, they kicked over a bucket, and then when they fell, they hit their head on a corner and died. I think it's when somebody dies, you fill up a bucket with rocks, and then you kick the bucket into the ocean, and it acts as a wanker. A wanker? It acts as an anchor, and it weighs the person's just got body in I'm also on Percocet. It's a whole thing. So, if uh, so, it was ancient Greece. They put a bunch of put a bunch of beans in a bucket, and when they were done voting, they were like, "Kick that bucket!" So then they spilled the beans. It's right. It's a, it's a tie-in. No, he's not right. All right. Um. Uh yeah, I this was the downer. It it's a downer. So I will I don't like saying this, but I'll say it just a heads up. Uh is it warning. racist? No, it's um but there is a little trigger warning I would say to it. It's like to kick one bucket is when people would hang themselves and then kick the bucket. Oh, oh. Again, yeah, it makes too warning. much sense. Suicide. Because we don't suicide hang people warning. anymore. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, you're good. right. Yeah. Oh, I, know, I know a couple people who don't like the talk of. You think side. when they hang people for crimes, they make them kick their own bucket away? Cool. It'd be dark. I would do that. Damn, I think that they that's make fucking the, they, savage. That's like in cowboy movies, they make people do that. Damn. But real life is not a cowboy movie. One thing I like about this one, though, they gave me some interesting uh, other phrases used in other languages, like in Ukraine. Oh, I love it's, that. Uh, to cut the oak. Oh. That you'll need to fin- oh. that you'll need for the coffin. This that's the term for that oh. as well. Uh, German oh, to look at the radishes from below. Like <laughs> six feet under. <laughs> I actually <laughs> love that. I really like that. And then um, Swedish. Uh, same thing for Swedish though. It's for this was actually a lighter note. It's to take down the sign, which is that phrase of to kick the bucket, which means hey, your business is done, closed. You're oh. done. Yeah. yeah. Take down the sign for you, your life. You. You take down the sign. Take down the sign. <laughs> you know, everybody reaches a time in their life where they take down the sign. That was, right, this, that was not. That was, that, was very, that was very, very German. Very German. I, um, I kind of like this one. It's been fun. Um, it's raining cats and dogs. Does this have something to do with pirates? Um, <laughs> those hurricanes that would suck up water from lakes and then deposit them as rain later on down the path of the hurricane and sometimes it would include frogs and shit no oh, okay <laughs> um i genuinely have no idea on this one yeah i can't even like think dogs. of something cheeky and you're really good at being cheeky too that's that well, yeah this one's like this one's guy. really stumping like well you already said cheeky because pretty much what zach said is what i would have thought but yeah i'm gonna go know. i'm gonna go with uh in a specific part of the world when it rains, it sounds like meows and barks. And so people are like, what is it, raining cats and dogs out there? Oh, yuck, 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 yuck. All right, you ready? In Britain, in the 1500s, houses that hatched the roofs, which was really just a bunch of straws piled up upon itself, when it was cold and gray, which at least half the year in UK is, animals like cats and dogs would huddle in the straw of the roof for warmth. When it rained particularly hard for some of these animals, would slip off the straw and wash into the gutters. <laughs> people start saying it's raining cats and dogs. I don't. I don't like that. I reject that. I hate it. You hate it. That's so 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 sad. But that is a very British humor thing, though. Like something very dark is happening, and they're like, "Oh, it's raining cats. It's and raining dogs. cats and dogs in it. <laughs> That's a Tuesday for you." <laughs> Rich people are weird. All right. Um, this is one of the ones I talked about where 
two different origins of it, but I like this origin better. So I hope this is the origin itself, right? Paint the town red. Bitch, I said what I said. Paint the town red. So real quick, um, our friend Nick, you guys know him, you just met him. Yeah, I, I sang your He band. sent me a video last week of that, but it's, it's Toad singing it on YouTube. If you get a chance, there's... Toad is singing that song on YouTube, and it's fucking ridiculous. Oh, I love I, my, some, uh, part of my TikTok algorithm is a lot of Toad singing songs, cover songs, and it's great. It's great. If I oh, had a TikTok, I forgot, TikTok, what, it I would forgot be that. who Toad was for a second. I was like, Toad from Mario, like from Frog and Toad. Like what? And Toad from Frog and Toad. Yeah, but yeah. That's that song. Toad sings it, and it's like, <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Paint the town red. Uh, 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 definitely something with murder, and definitely something with, um. A lot of blood. Uh, I think it comes from ladies going out on the town and they wear red lipstick and they go around kissing everybody. And so they're painting the town red. I think red is a really festive color. And so it's it's always been metaphorical. All right. You ready for a long origin story? This one? Yes. Yeah, let's go. All right. The phrase paint the town red mostly likely owes its origins to the one legendary night of drunkenness. In 1837, the Marquis of Waterford a known lush and mischievous maker led a group of friends one night drinking up, drinking through the English town of Melton uh, Mowbray. The bender accumulated in vandalism after Waterford and his fellow, his fellow revolvers knocked over flower pots, pulled knockers off doors and broke the windows of some of the town's buildings to top it all off. The mob literally painted a toll gate, the doors of several homes and swan statues with red paint. <laughs> they literally painted the town red. You know what? I'm happy with that because it's not murder. It's good that it's not bro- murder. There's no murder. Yeah, I like it. I want to no watch murder, just Buck Duck. Just, just us, a bunch of drunk blokes <laughs> having fun. Buck-duck. Yeah, it's also good that it doesn't have anything to do with paint like the town red in it. It's the, Tuesday. <laughs> the Moses Tuesday. story. The what? The what? The Moses story. Oh, with the doors to, and everything. When they had to paint yep. the thing over their doors with the sheep's blood because so that they don't. The Pharaoh, God was finally getting back at the Pharaoh for misplacing the Jews. Yeah. Yeah. Like in Prince of Egypt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bury the hatchet. Pirates. Bury the hatchet. Oh, um, uh, I think Justin talked about this, right? It's a I Viking th- I thing. I thought that he did too. Oh, yeah. I'll, 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 right, stop, I'll stop you on Vikings. This is another term for how other people got it from this list. So not Vikings. Try another guess. It's okay. not Vikings. Not Vikings. Oh. No Vikings. But it is about. I I do think that hmm. it it. Uh, I, I, uh, uh, oh my God. He's returning to I monkey. I think it comes from when you're you use a hatchet for a long time and it doesn't work anymore. You just got to bury it. Like a symbolic peace gesture for two polities at war. Where the leaders will meet up and they'll each have a hatchet and then they make a big show of burying it in the ground in front of the other one to show that they have ceased their hostilities. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Literally. It's literally. It smart Wait, is it? Is he- <laughs> the Native American origin for this one uh, where two tribes uh, decided to settle their differences and live in harmony. The chief of one tribe buried a war hatchet in the ground to signify their agreement. Really? Buried. The hat. I like that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Perfect. Show your true colors. I like it because of I'll the do a couple sim- more. symbolism. Do a couple more. This is a pirate's thing. This is definitely a pirate's thing. Pirates, flags. You're changing out the, because, the Jolly or, Roger. 
if not like a golden age of piracy, like some sort of privateering thing where ships would would fly the flag of like so like let's say that you're like an English ship in Spanish territory, you would absolutely fly a Spanish flag so that the other Spanish ships don't think oh, that you're yeah. that you're hostile yeah, yeah, until yeah. you get close enough and have your your cannons ready and then you put up your true colors to give them all a little pucker moment and then blast them out of the sea. That has to be it. It all comes back to pirates. Lowering- <laughs> if I was a betting man, that's, that's, that's it. it. It is ship related. Lowering your colors aboard a ship to hide your nation's flag is a, is a uh, strategic move in a naval battle. If you that's hoist exactly your flag high after hiding, you are showing your true colors. Good job, yeah, Zach. Yay. Nice job. Yeah. Perfect. Right, um, I feel like Justin taught us that, so uh, good job, Justin. Good job, Justin. Thank, thank you, Daddy Justin, for teaching us that. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I kind of like this one. I don't know if it's really the true origin of it, but I'm going to stick with it as it's mine, so I'm going to call it it, it is. Um, cold feet. I mean, it just sucks having cold feet, right? Well, to get cold feet means you're... you're like running you're, away? You're running away or you're scared of something, so you're changing your mind on, on the decision. So I'm thinking somebody was going to Antarctica and then bailed <laughs> on going to Antarctica. <laughs> when their feet got too cold? <laughs> yeah. That's why they sent Shackleton home on the... Uh, the first one, because his feet yeah, were cold, and they're like, oh, you, you need to leave. Cold. But your toes are cold. You think you should go? <laughs> um, I think it's... Um, yeah, but when you... When you when you got to get somewhere and you got to walk through a river and you're like, oh, no, my feet are too cold. I can't go past this river. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going home, I'm going home now. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all right. That's right. That's all right. Okay. Perfect. Um, so one of those phrases, the early phrase of cold feet comes from Stephen Crane. In 1896, he released Maggie, Girl of the Street. In it, Crane wrote, I knew this was the way it would be. They got cold feet for that certain expression of not showing up cold feet. It's just from a so guy that actually it has a. Yep. This has a literary origin. A literary origin. Literal literal wait, wait, wait. origin. What do we? So it's actually it's a, something we, that we can point we to as origin. A, <laughs> something we can actually point to. Right, can you on. say that again though? Because like I'm trying to figure out the cold feet thing. Yes. Like he like a he fr- just said it. A, pa- a passage in the book. I knew this was the way it would be. They got cold feet. You, regarding what? A girl in the street. So like that, that makes he me makes... think that it was like a colloquialism before then, because if he wrote that, then people would understand what he was saying. Yeah, but that was the earliest piece of evidence ever um, of the, for, the, for that phrase to come for fruition. Right. The earliest oh, evidence so, of it. like so a lady in the street, like a that's the name of the book. That's the name of the book. A lady in the street. Maggie, or like a, lady a, girl, the street? a girl of the street is the book called the book's called She's a prostitute. Maybe or just an orphan. Yeah. You don't know that. Wow. Or uh, or she sells hot dogs in downtown uh, LA. I hate that lady. Oh, I, downtown LA. I love it's that the, lady. The hot dog water. <laughs> oh, me too. I love that lady. She says, come get your hot dog. Five dollars. You want it wrapped in bacon? Speaking of bacon, bring home the bacon. Uh, from when I mean, people you- used to work in butcher shops and they bring home the bacon so we could eat. It's bacon you- time. Yeah. On a pirate ship. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, you can't agree. You have to do your own. Uh, it's from when people used to work at uh, pig farms. And then you would, as part of your, your pay for working at the pig farm, they would give you a little bit of pig. 
and then you'd bring home the pig. That you'd bring home the bacon because you got some pig while you're working Fry at the it pig up farm. in a pan. Never, never gonna let you forget. Andrew. Uh, uh, oh God. Uh, you would take you. You bring home some bacon, and then people are happy with you. Hey. Perfect. Uh, if Zach just came to... in the door and was like, "Hey, I brought home you're some bacon," perfect. I'd be like, "Sweet." Sweet. <laughs> So um, okay, this, this one, um, there's multiple meanings, but I'm going to take out my favorite one of, of its origin itself, which dates back to the early 1500s. So when a person could obtain the meat itself, pork wasn't, as legend would say, they pork wasn't available to everyone. So when the person could get a hold of the meat, it made them feel quite special. When a visitor came over, they would hang up their bacon to show it off. It was a sign of wealth that a man could bring home the bacon. I brought home oh, the bacon. This ain't no mutton. This is Pig, baby. Hey. hey. <laughs> They're just showing off the bacon. They're just showing off the bacon. Yeah. Like, hey, look at me. Sounds like a euphemism. Where, where's your bacon? Their pants. Poor. I'm gonna, I brought home the bacon because I'm a man in the 1500s. Pork isn't available, but look who found some. Me. Admire my bacon. I brought it home. Where's your bacon? Look at it. Look at it. <laughs> Admire my bacon. Hey, do you like my bacon? My bacon likes you, but you can't look have any. Look how fatty my bacon is. Oh. You know, I, just to sh- I just wanted to show you my bacon. You can't have any. You know how hard it is to get bacon? You wouldn't know because you don't have any bacon. <laughs> now somebody get me an egg and some cheese and a bagel, motherfucker. Bacon, egg, and cheese. Bacon, egg, and cheese. Get the bacon, egg, and cheese. <laughs> well, um. I wanted to end on the um, bacon because Egg and that, those are my favorite ones that I looked up during all my 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 t- research that I sw- sweat blood and tears for the past. I saw four days. a really funny um, yeah a, a relevant thing on this uh, on the internet recently, which was a MythBusters episode uh, where they were talking about the phrase "know it like the back of your hand," and they wanted to know like, do you actually know the back of your hand that well? Could people pick? their hand out of a line like the back of their hand out of a lineup and it turns out that yes people can pick their own hand out of the back of their own hand out of a lineup of a bunch of different hands i probably yeah, could interesting i think I, I if it was my right hand i could because i have one freckle on my finger on my index finger mm. and i know that would be my hand because of the one little freckle i have like weird scars on my knuckles that i oh. think i oh. could probably remember why? them by honestly i have no idea I do not have any idea why I have these. I've had them as long as I can remember. And I remember I used to be very self-conscious of them. And then I saw a picture of Travis Barker, and he also had a bunch of weird skulls and scars on his knuckles. And I was like, well, he's pretty cool. So I'm fine with it now. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so I'm the happy. math checks out. I'm, I hope you guys had fun with this. I thought it was fun. I never do these hostings. And I was like, you know what? Like. Let's bring it this time. Let's have fun with it. And I think it's a good time. I think it's I think all the moms and other people's parents could actually enjoy this. Maybe enjoy me. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. If I'm if I'm actually hosting, I don't have time to riff in, you know, become insufferable or anything. So (laughs) that is um, true. Yeah. I hope that is a good play. I really hope you guys don't want me to go anywhere. Um, (laughs) and I'll just stay here. What are your guys' favorite colloquialisms? Is that what we just talked about? Yeah. I was once accused of of using par for the course way too often. I'd be like, God, just par for the course. And so he's like, you have to stop. I know what Bose is. Which one's mine? It's neither here nor there. Yeah, so I love that one. (laughs) You say that every day. Or my favorite thing is to argue, um, agree to disagree. That's just me saying that. I just wanted to say that out loud. That's all. I know it's not part of it, but I just wanted to say that word. 
Mm-hmm. It's neither here nor there. It's neither here nor there. Well, because arguing with you is like arguing with a wall. It's so, true. So it's, I'm it's, very right it's all the time. A, you're Thank wrong you all the time, and you won't admit you're wrong. So it's neither here nor there. <laughs> yeah, dealing with you. I don't know if that's how you use that statement correctly. But it sounded correct when I said it, didn't it? Because I use it so mo- so uh, much and so well. It's, it's neither here nor there. I guess. <laughs> yeah, see, you get this guy. Get, this guy neither here nor there. Is it? I like saying uh, six of one, half dozen of the other. I've never oh. heard you say that. Once. I've never heard you say that, but I've really enjoyed you saying that it, just now. Yeah, and you said it so clear. I could never say that. I could never. Zach's heard it. Zach's heard me say it. Well, he lives with mm-hmm. you, so I'm assuming at some time you said it. Yeah, I hear probably about 90% of the words you say. Wow. You, guys need to, you guys need to like take a break from each other. <laughs> well, they're all good words. Go, go so get like, your own hobbies. Nerds. Zach, <laughs> Zach, Zach take, us, take us out, Zach. Oh, yeah. so we're done? We're done. I'm out of phrases. Yeah, oh, okay. he's done. Huh. Okay. Well, I thought we were just, you know, riffing we did. and goofing and gaffing. We should, do it th- you know? we should do it at this part when you take us out. All right. Well, hey, um, thank you for listening, moms, non-moms, and moms-to-be. Uh, <laughs> I hope that you enjoyed. <laughs> Old dads, new dads, dads-to-be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because we're doing the mom thing. Um, uh <laughs> This is what happens. You guys interrupt me and then I lose my mojo on the ending. Um, but hey, so uh, if you liked this episode, let us know. Send an email to getdumpedonpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at getdumpedonpodcast. We made them the same so that I won't goof it up anymore. Um, and, you know, make sure to, to comment on our little, in, like our little Spotify uh, questions that we, that we put up. Uh, give us some uh, some of that engagement. Tell your friends. Uh, go up to your friend and be like, "Hey, if you listen to this podcast, it's pretty good." And then they'll start listening what, to do it. Do you have to always... talk like a smoker? What was that? Mm-hmm. Hey, well, it's pretty good. That's like that's like hey, the voice, buddy, that's the voice you, that you, you do when you're surprised. You want to do a podcast? <laughs> you want to do a podcast? You want to do a podcast, guy? Um, and yeah. So uh, to play you out, I've been Zach. This never works. Yeah, no, you think that you guys would learn by now. I say no. I've been Zach, and then we go around, and then you say who you've been the whole time. I've been a pirate this whole time. <laughs> yeah. I've been, I've, I've, see, it's neither here nor there. I've never been here. Who am I? Oh, my God. <laughs> this podcast is hosted by a ghost. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Everyone stay Humpty Dumpty. Bye bye. Everyone's happy. Bye bye. Ash and Zach are super smart. They went to college and learned a bunch of stuff. And Bo and Andrew didn't go to college and were able to sidestep mountains of unnecessary debt. What happens when you put them together and you try to make them learn? Well, grab your friends. Let's listen together on Get Dumped On and Info Dump it's raining cats and dogs. Wait, the bucket. We've got bigger fish to fry. Spill the beans.